Hello everyone and welcome to this instalment of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. My name is Tom and as always I'm joined by my good friend Burridge. Yes, hello, that is me. I hope you're all having a cooler day than we've had recently. In this episode, we will be covering merch. Ryzen 7000 series rumours. And a What Has Tom Bought double feature. Oh, aren't you guys lucky? Yeah, aren't you lucky? <laughs> so just for a heads up, we're changing our format slightly. We are no longer dividing topics into main and secondary because the secondary topics are sometimes longer than the main topics. <laughs> so you have all the information thrown at your ears as it is. Good Just, luck. Yep. Enjoy. <laughs> Burridge, so, would you like to start us off? Yeah. So the first topic is that this episode that you're hearing right now is the 30th episode of the podcast overall. That's uh, counting previous season. That is counting the previous season, which was known as the Burridge and Tom Talk Tekken Games. Uh, games and games normally in brackets. Not in the uh, title really yeah no it was kind of like an in brackets thing wasn't it um so we did 11 episodes of that which ran in 2019 uh was 2019 wasn't it yes yeah yeah we Um, covered e3 shortly after we started because we stayed up live it was was the the second and third episodes yeah yeah we stayed up Um, and did live coverage and then we edited some of that into episodes and then did a roundup episode as well that's right Yes. Yeah. Throwback um, to when E3 existed. <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently it's coming back, like we said last time, but we'll we see. We have to go there one day when I can yes. afford California. When, when, when we can afford to do such a thing. Um, yeah, so we started 2019 originally, and we ran for 11 episodes. Um, they were okay. I think we did all right. Um, and then we returned in 2021. Uh, about two years after, wasn't it? I think it was like a two-year hiatus. Pretty much, yeah. Nearly exactly two years. And uh, we came back with what we dubbed Season 2 uh, and a new name. Rambling on. Uh, and we're still here now, nearly a year on uh, from restarting. Uh, I think November is about the year anniversary yeah. of Season yeah. 2. Or October. Uh, uh, I'll have to have a look. Let me have a look a sec. You yeah, keep I think, talking. Uh, I, I'll do I research. Think it's, <laughs> <laughs> research live, which is what we always do. Um, this is, yep. Yeah. yeah, no, so I'm to we're coming up to a year because I know EGX is uh, EGX is what episode number? You you worked it out. Oh, uh, it's on the calendar. I'll have a look in a minute. Rambling on, rambling on. The um, first rambling on was actually the 1st of November. Ah. So, um, we are, what, two and a half months shy of a year? Yeah. And if we carry on with the two weekly uploads, ignoring the fact that this episode is going to be a day late. Yeah, a day late is better than never at all. So True. This is the wrong calendar. I need to look at the podcast calendar. Or did the <laughs> podcast calendar get deleted when you changed all the accounts over? I think it did. Oh, maybe I've still got it then because I'm maybe. now that account. Yeah. Let me have but, a look at the um, calendar. Ah, so calendar. Here we go. Pod release. Two record episodes pod. from now. Pod release. Record pod. Pod release. Uh, no, wait, hold on. Are we are we offset a week? No. Normally we record the pod on a Friday, but we haven't been doing that. No. Uh, so oh, wait, technically on, the yeah. podcast release is 
Monday the 15th, but we're releasing it on Tuesday. So... No, okay. Uh, yeah, no, we're right. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, 20... No, wait. Okay, we might be offset a week somehow. No, not according to the... Calendar. Not according to the calendar. No, calendar's right. Okay. Calendar is record Friday just gone. Yeah. Uh, but we haven't done that. We haven't been recording on the Friday, really, but... Um, it's been and two... we are due for release on the 15th. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's correct. Um, Which is definitely not today. <clears throat> so uh, we, we should be skipping EGX, then. We shouldn't have to record at EGX. Uh, so we release on the 12th, and then in oh, theory... Oh, no, wait, we no, would, I'm a dumbass. We, we would record on the 23rd, the Friday. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I was off but, by a week. Never mind. But, <laughs> yeah, but we can, I mean, we can record on the Thursday or the Saturday, really. Or the Sunday. Sunday. We're going to be yeah, there yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And then I can... Content, including a I live stream on the Thursday evening. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for EGX. <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got a bit planned. Got a uh, but plan it doesn't specify what episode number it is on the calendar. No, it wouldn't do because I just automated it. So we are 19. Episode 19. 20, so got... 21. Episode 21 of the podcast. Because it's two episodes from now. Yeah. Oh, wow. That soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. EGX that, that, is yeah. EGX is really coming around the corner. Away. it's quite well. It's that amount of time away. Hold on, let me have a look. Oh, boy, my countdown. Thirty-seven days. Oh, yes. We're a little, little over a month away from EGX happening. So. And, I, and I worked out earlier. I have thirteen. 12 or 13 days off of my remaining working weeks before my two weeks off. So, <laughs> if you don't include the two weeks off, I've got another 13 days off, which are just general days off. <laughs> plenty um, of days for streaming. So I've got plenty of days for And also the earlies. I've got 10 earlies in that as well. So I've got 23 days. That's 23 streaming days. Where 23 streaming days before we go to EGX. We need to play more Stardew. I'm really, really enjoying Stardew. More Star and I really want to do more Power Wash as well. You really want to do more Power Wash. Mm. Okay, we can, we can really slip enjoy- that in. Power Wash is like an offset of this podcast in a way for me. Yeah. Because it's like we're just playing this game and chilling, but we're just sort of also doing what we do now, which is just sitting here chatting, we're whatever. rambling nonsense. Yeah. And it, it's really chill, and I really, really like it. So. Yeah. I mean, like, Power, it's a good fun game, and it's it seems to get decent viewership. I think Farming Sim was among our best. Farming viewership. Sim is one of our best. Yeah. But- the problem uh, is we've sort of done every stupid thing we can do in it in one three-hour session, so... <laughs> or yeah, one sorry two and about a half that. Hour session. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, though. It was good fun. It was good fun. We just need to find more games we can break. 60, really. 62 views on the Twitch page right now. Damn, that's not bad. I need to start, like, downloading everything and editing a supercut of the month's shenanigans. Yeah, I like the idea of having... Um, like I did for the Minecraft y- one. Yeah, yeah. I really liked that, by the way. And the TikTok did really I, well. I did see um, that the TikTok popped off. I did charge the I, phone yesterday. I, I, I don't... Um, I mean... I, <laughs> this format <laughs> so far is... This format so far is really helping us with the rambling on part, I must say. Yeah, it really um, is. We're living up to the name. <laughs> but uh, looking at the... Um, I'm just bringing up uh, the profile... The analytics. Uh, for the it's TikTok. currently on. Well, I'm not actually on the account, so I don't know the analytics okay. yet. But um, two hundred eight likes. One of them was me. But um, I'll see what the Instagram did. Because uh, two hundred and fifty-six. Two hundred fifty-six plays according to TikTok. Um, so 
Only 14 views on Insta. TikTok is better for advertising, as it turns out. Well, I'm, I'm thinking maybe we need to release more, like, super cut, like, 30-second yeah. clips on TikTok on, like, a well, regular if, basis. I did, I did think we ought to... If um, What I ought to do is I ought to take... Like, every stream we do of the same game, I'll take a high, like a 20-second highlight reel from the previous stream, put it up, like, an hour before we stream and say, join us at this time type thing oh yeah on twitch like as a pre like a pre-roll ads type thing but yeah advertising our content but yeah so yeah the tiktok that, is definitely popping off a bit so there's links uh, at burrigintom.com yeah because i updated the page he actually did it <laughs> i did it but yeah um but yes the podcast we're doing quite well thank you everyone for listening um so the, the, the one barrage that question did write in the script was, will we ever end season two and come back for season three? Ooh, well, yes. I've, well, I've just had a, a thought around that. We're currently planning some things that will be revealed closer to the time. Provided some some very goes exciting okay. things. Very uh, exciting. But, but... It, it's, it's definitely going to be in the next few months of probably planning yeah. and working out what's going on before it's, we... Uh... It's at least three to four months away, if not yeah. longer. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping not super long. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping like within the next nine months. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six to nine months would be great. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Have to we, see we, what we have to, we have to be sensible about it because it yeah. is a big thing. It's, it's it big happened. decisions have to be made. It's big decisions. Um, you know, um, I, I, I don't know when to get down on one knee, you know? No, um, Burridge. <laughs> I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, but yeah, uh, so keep an eye out in the next few months. We'll, we'll definitely get to a year on season two. Um, yeah. Before yeah. season three might be a 2023 thing. We'll have to see exactly what sort of timeline we're looking at for things. But Yeah, because depending on how things go, there'll probably be at least a month break of episodes. Well, it depends. Depending depends on what happens. Quickly we can get things... Well, that's what I'm saying. You give, give us about a month maximum, yeah. and then we'd probably be in a place to do a season <laughs> I mean, three could, or something. But... We could do a, a, a couple of shorter episodes as interseason nonsense. They just just have to be true. lower quality and shot on the go. Type yeah, thing. true. But we'll we'll look into it when it comes to it. There's, I mean, there's like, lots of cool things hopefully coming. I so. do have plenty of equipment to do anything on the go. It's yes, just yeah. trying to organise it. So yeah, yeah. But yep, yeah, so. Keep your eye out in the future. Um, let's actually talk about some tech, or some, yeah. actually, this is a game, really. But um, let's talk about something that's we're actually supposed to be talking about, not whatever the hell just happened there with the rambling. Um, data miners have possibly revealed all of the Mario Kart track or Mario Kart Eight tracks early. This was a very interesting um, Reddit thread I came across. This um, by a tweet. So have you actually seen the tweet that I've put in the I I did have a look, yes. So so it turns out they figured out, or a data miner has gone through the data included in the patch for like the latest patch, I think? Yeah. Yeah. The uh, BGM.bars, whatever that is. It's like the, I think it's the background music for things for the tracks and someone has gone through and found like all of the sound files for potential upcoming tracks that will be joining us. And this list is a lot more 
filled out than I thought it would. It's not quite all of them. We got some that are undetermined, like some Mario Kart Wii tracks that we don't know the name of. Um, but, yeah, well, which, which um, you're looking for Double Dash Rainbow Road. Well, there is one, two, there, three, there, three potential Double three Dash Three potential slots at least. Double Dash tracks. They've got the 3DS Rainbow Road on there, though, which is great because the 3DS Rainbow Road is actually quite good. I like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I'm hoping, I'm sort of hoping that because they've got the couple of Mark, because it would be nice if they had all the Rainbow Roads under one game because they've yeah. got the snares they've got the Mario Kart 8 rainbow road of course um they've redone the 64 rainbow road i believe is on number eight as well uh, so if so. they added the other ones in that would be play nice all the rainbow roads we could play all the rainbow roads as we a could cup. have the rainbow road cup the rainbow in, road uh, cup. Yeah. racing league which is coming yes. soon to twitch that would be my favourite. Oh, I'd love that. Please, can we do that if that happens? Okay. I'll add it to the list. Yay. We'll have to wait until more people have got access to Switches and stuff. Although, well, yes. saying that, if we delay it until post-season three start for this, yeah. Yeah. Um, we might be able to get a bunch of people sort of in more one location. True. As like yes. an in-person event type thing. Yes, that would be like, great. Transport's going to be a ball ache, but... We can well, work we'll that work out closer out. to the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, so we are looking at the next two cups. We don't have any track titles for, but we're looking at two from Mario Kart Tour, one from Super Mario Kart for the SNES, uh, a Super Mario Kart Super Circuit track from the Game Boy era, uh, a track from the N64, Mario Kart 64, a Wii track. I hope, wait, hold on. did someone say that it was later on? Yes, Maple Treeway's in the list, which I'm very happy about. Um, but it's not going to be this one. A DS track and a mystery track. So I'm guessing a lot of these mystery tracks are going to be new ones. Yeah, I reckon so. I'm also not a fan of how many Mario Kart Tour tracks are in here. Yeah. Like, I wish they'd add a lot more... Um, a lot more newer tracks, really. Have you played any of the update tracks? Yeah, I've played. I've played. Um, I've played the Coconut Mall one. Um, <laughs> as in, you know that cup. Yeah. Um, you played. You not played the one with I Sky High Sunday. I. Th I think I've played. I think I've played all eight of the tracks that we had released at the okay, time. Okay, yeah. Sky High Sunday is like quite a nice track. I do quite like it, but I wish we had more of that type of new track new innovation not just yeah. especially seems as there's what one two three four five slots of unknown mario kart tour and then we've got what berlin byways is one vancouver yeah. velocity bangkok rush los angeles lap singapore uh, speedway and amsterdam drift there's three in um release yeah whatever number that is release window four i'm assuming the that fifth is. overall yeah because we're missing the six. one that came before, aren't we? Out of this uh, image. Hang on. 8, 16, 32. No, this is all 48. This is all 48. Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So these ones. So the first eight in oh, the top yeah. left corner we've had already. Oh, the original ones. They're, the they're the, the ones here with the question, with all the, with the ones we don't have any titles for, are the ones that just came out. The other day, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah, because I don't see. Um, Sun Sky High Sunday on there. 
Yeah, so no, I've not played the second release yet. Okay, you've not played. It's all right. It's quite nice. It's good. But yeah, um, there's so many tour tracks coming up. But it'll be mm. interesting to see what happens with that. I just find it amusing that they figured it out for bloody music tracks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, BGM underscore DS underscore Wario underscore underscore Stadium. <laughs> kind of easy to tell which track that one's for. It says it in the name. But Varage is excited about the Rainbow Roads. I, I love a good Rainbow Road. What is he like? He loves a good rainbow. Anyway, that's uh, that's Mario Kart news out of the way. Burridge, Ooh. do your thing. Do your shilling for us. Buy our merch. Buy our merch. <laughs> Buy, our merch. Buy our merch. We have merch for sale. We have merch. You could go to store.bluetail.media. Probably ought to do that store.burridge and tom.com as well. Just have it redirect to the same place. Just to redirect, yeah, true. Um, that is something I will work on soon. Um, That's a very yeah. vibrant pink mug, damn. It is, yeah. That, I mean, it, you can have it in other colours, of course. You can have it in purple. Oh, better. Uh, you can have it in white. You can have it in like a... A dusty pink. That's a nice pink. That is a nice pink, actually. I like the dusty um, pink. Definitely getting yeah. one of those for, for my office in the future. Yeah, I'll probably get a purple one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get um, one of every colour. <laughs> Yeah, true. Just rotate them out. Just rotate them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so we've got, uh, we're selling a nice mug. We're selling a, so all of these basically have our Burger Tom logo on, uh, wonderfully done by Lai Chan. Uh, thank Shout you very out Lai much. Chan on Twitter. Uh, Lai Chan underscore, I believe, to yeah. be exact. Um, that is, is correct. Uh, and yeah, so it's our logo on a mug, on a t-shirt, on a hoodie, on a, you know, Pillow for your for your sofa, uh, a tote bag, a cotton tote bag, and also a sweatshirt if you're not a fan of hoodies. Um, that's what we've got at the moment. Uh, we're hoping as think we we've got a couple of ideas based on some of the streams about other merch ideas, uh, but we thought we would just do this first as a as initial a, test the waters, test the waters with it as things Get some grow. Feedback. Yeah. Uh, is the supplier right for us and things like that? You we know? have we have some other options for suppliers, but this, uh, our current option is among the most straightforward. Yeah, for us to deal with. Yeah, exactly. And we just wanted straightforward because it's a shame because my spreadsheet was nice. <laughs> Your spreadsheet was wonderful, but yeah. we can we we have got the spreadsheet and everything still. If we do need to switch back to that, but yes, we'll obviously uh, so... wait and get some feedback. Yeah, so we're just going to see what happens. Um, I need to order myself a t-shirt or something. See, I definitely yeah. want a t-shirt and a mug. You want it for EGX. Yeah, I want Keep the t-shirt for EGX. for EGX vlogs to see what it looks like. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, the t-shirt, I'm probably going to get the... Uh, it's like a pink one. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, well, that's what I tried to order. and. Oh, yeah, they didn't have it. They didn't have it, apparently, but it's still showing here as such oh. so the store isn't showing out of stock which means they've clearly got it they haven't got large we'll have to see they, they're out of stock in large but not in 3xl which is what i need so uh, yeah. uh pur purple is out of stock for it black and white are in stock 
grey is oh, in stock. That shade of purple just brings back memories of the Blame Tom t-shirt. The Blame Tom the is... It, well, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same yeah. t-shirt style, so yeah. And it's a good t-shirt, actually. It's a very comfortable t-shirt. It's just shame um, it's got my face on the back of it. Just just got Tom's face on the back of it, yeah. <laughs> Throwback to... I, I, I suspect we'll probably end up releasing a new version of Blame Tom at some point. Yeah, with better uh, artwork. With better artwork and whatnot instead of just Tom's face, but... Here we go. Um, but, but yeah. yeah, so merch. Buy our merch. Stuff. Buy it if you want it. By the time you hear this podcast, store.burgeandtom.com should work. So there you go. <laughs> He's going to sort that out as I'll soon as we're done. Like, I'll sort that out ASAP. Or so. probably while I'm doing this segment. <laughs> <laughs> True. I could actually do it while you're doing this segment. So it's back. What has Tom bought this week? A Part one. Helping. So, Burge, do you know what I bought? You know what I bought. I it's do know what you bought. Mega fast internet. It is so good. Um, it's 500 megabit down. It's from Talk Talk, so Burridge doesn't have a very high opinion of Talk Talk, but rightly so. I don't have a very high opinion of BT, so. I mean, neither do I. But... <laughs> Let's be honest. Every ISP has its downsides. It's just a fact of choosing which one is the least worse or whichever worse for you in that scenario in your area yeah. so yeah i've got um 500 megabit down about 60 to 70 megabit up which is ideal for streaming which we're doing a lot of at the moment i'm doing a lot of at the moment i have a lot of free time coming up unfortunately due to circumstances that i won't go into right now but i'm sure there'll be a tweet thread about it sometime soon <laughs> Um, oh boy once everything's finalized oh that reminds me i need to call someone about that anyway um so yeah it's fiber to the premises which it means you have a cable installed to your house with a little what they call the ont it's actually just a modem which we don't really see here in the uk anymore when you generally get like copper cable based internet which is your regular based on your phone line your modem is literally a group of microchips on your router's PCB and it's all in one, does everything for you. Fiber to the building does require a separate modem, but thanks to the government grants about improved internet, especially the fiber upgrade, you don't have to pay anything for the modem or the engineer to come and drill a hole in your wall and install it. Um, so last Friday, yeah, last Friday, um, there was an engineer at my house for three hours was actually quite happy with the layout of my house for installing it and how close <laughs> I was to the um, the hole in the ground that had BT's telecom box in it. Um, so it was, it was like three hours, drilled holes in walls, like ran cables underneath the, the path in front of my house and everything. I do know that someone down the road from me got fibre installed and they had to have like a hole cut in the road because their house is, an, is, is, an, is of an older design which doesn't have a telecom like conduit up to its house, up to the house already because they ran for, on overhead cables. Ah, which, okay. Yeah, so mine didn't require any excavation works whereas theirs took two days to install. <laughs> I happen to know because I walked the dog past it two days in a row. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like great install. I will say the OpenReach engineer was a very friendly bloke. Um, 
They normally are. <laughs> yeah, I've had very good experiences with the open reach, like engineers themselves. I do have to, so like at the end of the install, he'll make sure that you set up the router properly and that everything works before he leaves. Um, <laughs> he was very pleased with me because, um, yeah, uh, what was it? What? Um, apparently it's taken, he's spent up to three hours with one customer trying to get them to set up the router, which is an Amazon Eero Pro 6. Um, which you just need the app for, and it's like a literal, it's a three minute process to get it set up. <laughs> so the bloke was like, Yeah, I spent three hours with one customer trying to get this done, and you've just done it like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, fair enough. I, I, I did study cybersecurity for two years, and I do look towards working in the tech industry. Maybe I could be a fiber installer. No. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it was a lovely experience. So straightforward. Um, I just obviously had to live without internet for three hours, which was painstaking. Fortunately, I have a good mobile package and have plenty of mobile data. But, um, yeah, so the, the router is Amazon Eero Pro 6, which is a mesh router. You can have up to three of them on your network, I believe. Uh, they're not cheap. A second one will set you back £209 new from Amazon. Fortunately, I grabbed the second one cheap from CEX for £85, which is still steep for a router, but gives my PC the full speed without while being upstairs. So, um, only downside is last stream, it did overheat the router. Um, but that's something to, uh, that's due to the fact that it was 34 degrees at the time outside. <laughs> Also, I have noticed, like, after the past several streams I've been streaming in this heat wave, I'll shut everything down and my big network switch will still be, like, wearing at full speed, despite the fact that it's not doing any network data. It's just so warm. <laughs> it is that bad. But, yeah, um, so the bloke did tell me I was the first person in the area to get fiber. Well, at least from our customer um, cabinet. Uh, I am on socket one of the fiber splitter box that they installed when they put fiber to the area hey. which uh <laughs> which does mean that i'm probably getting slightly better speeds now than i would if the entire street was fiber so i'm not telling anyone about it because <laughs> i'm not having to share the actual trunk cable that goes to the regional switching whatever i feel like based on the general usage of your area you probably wouldn't really notice I don't think a lot of people in my area have heard the word fibre. Exactly. I think you're probably safe even if they did get it. Yeah. That's, uh, so yeah. New internet. Good internet. Apart from one router overheating, but I'll let it off. It, I was overheating at the time as well. The real test will be in the, in the winter. If it overheats then, then you've got a problem. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think it will. It's been fine except for yesterday, which was, I think, the warmest day I've had so far. In this heat wave. Oh, since since you had since I had to, well yeah. no like in the previous heat wave here only reached thirty degrees and it reached thirty four yesterday at peak. Oh so. right. Oh. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's getting warm in my room right now. That's because I've been sat here with the PC on. But yeah, um, can recommend um, Talk Talk Future Fiber. It is pretty good. And it's a lot more stable than their other internet that I used to have with them, so I'll take it. And let's go to the second what has Tom bought this week. Well, 
Tim Cook owns my soul. I've got an <laughs> Apple Watch. To be precise, yes, Apple Watch SE. Uh, I quite like it, actually. I've seen a lot of people say that they prefer the Apple Watch 6 and 7 because they have the always-on screen. But I'm perfectly fine with my screen being off until I like raise my wrist to look at the time anyway, or I press the crown or, or the other button. Because, you know, what what's the point of wasting battery life on having the time visible to whoever's next to you anyway? I could just raise it. Yep, here we go. I can tell you the time right now. It is whatever this time means. It's an analog watch face I have on. So, <laughs> no, it is currently not to date the podcast, but it is 24 minutes past four. Oh, yeah, I was yep. like, it's about to be 25 minutes past four. But go away, Siri. The only problem I would have with it is Siri listens way too much to me. She sometimes just comes and asks me nonsense, just like then when I was looking at the watch. Siri I really appeared. hope. I really hope someone's listening to the podcast at that exact, like, 6.20, uh, 4.24, and they get to that moment where you're like, hmm, yes, it's 4.24 right now, just so that person just is like, what? Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we just work out exactly how long it is until I say that, and we say, start listening to it exactly this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's got wonderful customizable watch faces. I've got one of the... Um, rainbow collection on here because it looks pretty um, I've got a comp you can customize what your widgets are in each corner so I've got uh, date temperature compass and altitude I'm currently sat at 106 meters altitude it's quite high yo um, and it's great I can do Apple pay with it and everything um, it's got my it's got a bunch of apps on it I've not really like use it to its full potential. It does track exercises very well, so when I take the dog out for a walk, it does track that as an outdoor walk. Um, I am determined to see how fast I can walk a kilometre according to it, because my current best is 14 minutes 20, but that's with a big moron dog who needs to stop and sniff everything every 20 seconds. <laughs> it also has a very good remote for your camera and uh, a pretty good remote for your music apps. And it, I will say it's very comfortable. It is, I've got the 40mm watch face because it's the only one they had in stock at the place I got it from. Um, which is slightly problematic because any of the straps that you buy by watch strap size in Apple, um, some of them are limited. You can only get up to a size 10 watch strap for a 40mm watch face, which is a pain in the butt because I'm a 12mm, uh, I'm a size 12 watch strap. <laughs> <laughs> and I need to move up to the next size. But if I do hear back from somewhere I've applied to work and they say, yes, I could be getting a Series 7 at some point anyway. So, But we'll have to see. I'll but buy yeah. your SE off you if you get that. I said I'll <laughs> give it to Mother, but I'll see what oh, happens. Fair enough. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no, give it to your mother. She did just forward a text to me for because it's through EE. And... Uh, <laughs> They've sent me a thing about how to pair your Apple Watch to your phone and <laughs> enable mobile data, but because I'm with three, I have to pay an extra £7 a month oh. to share my data across. But that would mean I could just leave my phone anywhere and just use my watch as a phone. Oh, yeah, true. Which is kind of a nuts thing. It's either that or I get... Uh, no, I couldn't do that because I need to put an EE SIM in my iPhone. But 
yeah, it's it's like a thing. When maybe when I'm like at a job, I'll, I'll probably pay for that seven pounds a month to share my mobile data across it and everything. Because then I can just go out without my phone. Because it's even got Apple Pay and everything. So oh, it's yeah, great. of course it does. Yeah. So I can actually just use it to get on the tube, but I'm just going to use a bank card because I've not had very good luck with the um, transit mode on my phone. It's Apple Pay, so it's more straightforward. Anyway, that's it for what's Tom bought this week. It's a very expensive segment for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Never goes well, but hopefully we'll have some interesting things to talk about what Tom has bought in oh, yes. the middle future. Right, let's actually, again, once again, talk about some uh, new technology, not just technology Tom has acquired. Um, the Ryzen 7000 series processors have a rumoured release date. So, I'm definitely an AMD uh, person at the moment for computing. Burrage, you've still got an Intel, haven't you? Yes, but... I'm not using it, so I'm not technically an right ARM now. user. He's an ARM boy. He's, a, he's an Apple fanboy now. <laughs> Tim Cook owns my soul, but you should see how what of Burridge Tim Cook owns. Spoiler, it's a lot. It's a lot. To be fair, though, Mac Mini's very useful. Did, did you do a what has Burridge bought segment on that? I haven't, I don't think. Okay, well, maybe I to, did. I don't remember. I'll have a look back through the scripts and we'll find out. Because if we but, haven't, I've got a lot I can talk about based yeah. on what me and you have spoken about. So there's a lot. Like, it's a good machine. Yeah. But so we'll, if yeah, we haven't maybe talked we'll about do it a yet, segment. We'll, we'll be back segment. in two weeks with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so there's been rumours that AMD are going to announce the 7000 series Ryzen processors on the 29th of August. I had is... to... I, sorry to interrupt, but I had to uh, Google the 6000 series because I was like... Where the hell did the 6000 series go? Uh, and it turns out it's a mobile. It's a mobile. Oh, okay. Same set. as the 4000 series, wasn't it? Yes. They were mobile chipsets as well, yeah. Whereas the 5000 did both. Yeah. I don't. Intel's not done a naming scheme like that, have they? No, because uh, Intel's no. mobile chipsets tend to just have like a HQ at the end or whatever. Or a yeah, Q or exactly. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so. Um, the release date is expected to be the 15th of September, but these are just rumours, so we can't say anything for certain. I, I'm hoping that we get a decent step in performance again. Like, I feel we're at the point again where AMD might start getting complacent and Intel will come and beat them again. <laughs> because that's how, say, that's how AMD yeah. overtook Intel in the mid-2010s. Wasn't it? Around then? Mid to late 2010s? I think it was earlier that. When did the first Ryzen come out? Oh, sorry, the first Ryzen. Yeah, yeah, because uh... that's when AMD overtook Intel, because Intel dominated the market for such a long time. 2017 was the first Ryzen. 20, yeah, so 2017, AMD came onto the market. It didn't really take off until the 2 and 3000 series. You had a 16, was it a 16 or 17? I had a 1700, no, a 17 or an 18. I had an 1800, I think. Yeah. I think but you so. had problems with it because you could you had a dodgy memory channel. Yes, I had a dodgy memory channel, and I'm pretty sure I lost the, the uh, silicon lottery because it um, wasn't performing in the same way. It was performing well below expectations. Yeah. 
because it should have been able to stream and run the game just fine on its own. Yeah. It definitely did not do that. Fortunately, I haven't had the same luck. I did have some issues yesterday with the forest, but I think that might have been my router dying. I think that was probably your router more than your PC. Though, Especially yeah. near the end. I mean, my game was stuttering sometimes, but that was when I was loading areas and then being the server. So I expect it was network bottlenecks. Mine was definitely a network bottleneck. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I'm hoping we get a good step up. Otherwise, Intel might be able might be in a position to overtake once again because they absolutely dominated since the start of the i series and before then even really. Yeah. Like, but yeah, we'll have to find out. We'll see Thing if is, these Intel, dates are true. Intel are trying new things at the moment with their whole. Well, I say new things. New things for Intel. New, uh, new things for desktop processors. Because because obviously they're doing. They're doing the same sort of thing that ARM chips do, which is the whole like power and efficiency calls and things like that. Um, that, that was, um, yeah, that was very common with mobile processors, especially like yeah. higher end Snapdragon processors for a yes. long time. Yeah, yeah. And obviously the M chips do it as well. The yeah. Apple M chips well, yeah. do it as well. <laughs> Realistically, isn't Apple M chip te technically just a grown up uh, Qualcomm Snapdragon because they're both ARM based? Yeah, um, yeah, so, I mean, uh, so, I mean, here, so I've got efficiency calls and performance calls. Yeah. Um, according to the temperatures, I've got two efficiency call packages, and I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven performance call packages. I've got two GPU packages, according to, like, all the temperatures. Uh, yeah. Three different Apple M1 S SOCs. With different temperatures as well. Yeah. My neuro engine, image signal process. So, like, my temperature thing gives me all the breakdown of everything that is on my CPU, effectively. <laughs> okay, uh, but I'm pretty sure mine's, like, an 8-core. Okay. It's, like, an 8-core with, like, 8 cores of GPU as well. So it's 8 cores of... 4 cores at performance, 4 cores at... Um, not performance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's four performance cores and four efficiency. I've got eight gig. I mean, I'll do a full rundown in my in the, rundown yeah. of it. But yeah, so that's what Intel are doing. Whereas Ryzen at the moment seems to just be keeping to the old the, status the quo of, yeah, all the cores are the same. You know, eight cores, 16 threads sort of deal. Okay, yeah, I've just, uh, I've just had a quick look and Acer made some uh, devices using the Qualcomm Cairo. Cryo, uh, Qualcomm Cryo, Cryo. Uh, desktop SOCs. So yeah, um, yeah, Qualcomm actually do their own version of Apple's silicon, basically. Yeah, it's based on the same technology. But yeah, that's um, that's interesting. I do. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see the AMD announcement. See if they do decide to go efficiency power over yeah. um, over just all power calls. Or all multifunction calls, basically, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, Windows 11 is set up to use that new technology yeah. uh, for desktop quite well, which is because there was a big scandal about that with Intel and Windows at the time, I think. Because <laughs> Windows 11, when the beta was out, Ryzen chips weren't running that well on it. No, Whereas the new Intel 11 series, is it 11, 12 series? 12 series, I think it is now. Uh, yeah. Um, 
they they were running very well with Windows 11 because Windows 11 was making use of the efficiency and performance cores properly, whereas it wasn't making use of like older architecture style. Yeah. Um, CPU calls, so. Oh, apparently, actually, um, topic that I should have thrown in the thing, but um, there's rumors and things about 13th gen Raptor Lake um, Intel stuff. There's, they're expecting support for PCI 5.0 SSDs and a rumored 6 gigahertz peak boost clock on their most powerful chip for this year. <laughs> That could be very interesting if there is. Oh. But yeah. Do, oh, do they not call them i7 anymore? I don't uh, know. i5, i7. Like yeah, they're i5, oh, i7, yeah. i9s. They're still... Yeah. Uh, it's just, I'm just looking at the image that Tom's hardware has used for this. I'll just send you the link. Because... <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a Raptor Lake. They're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's God. just amusing. <laughs> <laughs> that's so poorly photoshopped as well. Yeah, it's it. it's so good, but so bad at the same time. Uh, so this next one, I don't really know much about it. Burridge, were you? Did you ever look into this when you were a young boy on the internet? I used Winamp a lot He's... back in the day because it was just better than Windows Media Player. Yeah. <laughs> it played it played more. Winamp is back. For some reason. Who knows? I thought the age of the MP3 was over. Well, ironically, it never went away. They just weren't updating it. No. Oh, no. No, hang on. Winamp's shutting down. Winamp, the media player of your college years, is shutting down next month. This was in 2013. Really? <laughs> I don't remember it shutting down. I swear it's, like, been up the entire time. Burris doesn't remember. I don't remember. I'm too old. <laughs> He's too old. Funny thing is, their website is definitely not out of the 90s anymore. No, they're, they're, I looked at their new website. It looks really it's, modern. It's like, oh, oh, God, I don't want it. No? Look at the header. Oh, NFT. Oh, Winamp. <laughs> Winamp has an N NFT initiative. Please don't tell me they're going to sell pictures of like the old Winamp logos or something as NFTs. <laughs> oh, it wouldn't surprise me. Stable release. For uh, so, yeah, according to Wikipedia, the, the last stable release was December 12th, 2013. Yeah, that's uh, right. So it hasn't been updated in a long time. But there's a new beta release out as of 26th of July ah this year so they they looked at it and went oh nfts let's go yeah. to be fair That's... i was just looking at it and it was like there's something about creators and i was like that could be interesting especially if we could use it for podcast production but then you'd mention nfts and now i want nothing to do with it yeah no exactly <laughs> that, that, that's literally it it's like yeah no it's great uh, so yeah the, their nft thing uh, the unique collection we've made of 1997 derivatives in total derivatives 19 times 100 and 1 times 97 and nine, what? what you know what screw it i don't care uh, <laughs> i don't care 20 derivatives will be selected and sold as winamp nft oh, okay so they basically did a competition to make winamp style logos to sell or like winamp art to sell as NFT, so it's basically just a cash grab, or like, yeah, like. So it says at the top of the page, you got the picture of the the old equalizer. I think it's like art style, like that, 
and then, oh yeah, it's NFT time. Ah, radio, radio. radio yeah, they bought Winamp in 2014. So after AOL shut down End Gadgets, like business effectively with it, uh, they it was then bought, and then that's why it never really went away. That's why I was like, it never went away though. What? It was still available. It, it, it just, just existed. Didn't get updated. And now it's been updated, but in the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. Goddamn NFTs out here ruining everything. Ugh, I hate them so much. They're if you're a crypto now. bro, no. <laughs> Just no. Just no, no. No to crypto bros. No to crypto bro. But uh, yeah, I think that's that's everything we have in the list for today. Yeah. Uh, so that is us all done for this episode of Burridge and Tom Rambling On. If you like what you've heard and you want to hear more, you, sus- you can subscribe to Burridge and Tom over on YouTube or follow our podcast on your favourite podcast source. We also have videos out on our private channels of our uh, Bridgecraft, the Burridge and Tom sanctioned SMP. Oh yeah, we should have probably talked about that. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> we'll put it in the next one, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, I want to like do another episode soon anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you really like what you've heard, then you can support us over on Patreon or buy our merch. If you want to get involved with the community, you can join our Discord or tweet at us on Twitter. The links to all these and more are available over at burgeonton.com. As always, I've been Tom, and I've been Burridge, who has now made store.burridge.com work. Hey, it's done. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next time with more nonsense. Goodbye. Goodbye.